0: It's time
1: to ring the
0: bell. Oh, yes, indeed. It's Tim O'Keefe, TKO underscore picks. We're knocking this thing out of the park with our guy, Tim O'Keefe here. Tim, how you doing, my friend?
1: Sean, doing well, man. We're at another week. Another. It's been another great week for me, and it's... I know what, hopefully out there it's the same for everyone else. And, yeah, that was a great union game for you to be at last night. How about them? A lot of fun.
0: A lot of fun. Team looks great. Opening up MLS regular season action on Sunday. We'll have some information more about that on tomorrow's show. But, uh, yeah, things are cooking for the Philadelphia Union right now. Um, At least we got one. Well, hey, that's harsh because there's two teams in Philadelphia that are worth talking about at this point in time. One is the Union. The other is the 76ers. Once again, Tim O'Keefe joining us, as he always does, every Thursday at 430. We're going to go into some NBA. Some MLB plays on the day. Some Also, Tim likes to do a lot of research. and uh, When he comes across some nuggets, he always presents those to us every single Thursday. TKO underscore picks. Tim, before we get into the plays and some of these games that you're liking tonight, love to uh, rehash what we saw last night with the Sixers and the Brooklyn Nets. Look, <laughs> LaMarcus Aldridge just hangs it up. He doesn't even play last night's game. Officially retired today. Blake Griffin didn't play last night. Kevin Durant didn't play last night. The Sixers were up by a ton. Got a little dicey, got a little interesting. We never want to see that, but that's the NBA. And, uh, I feel like when you, when, when, when you let off a little bit in a team like, uh, well, any team, because these guys are all professionals, you give them an opportunity to slide back in it. They're going to hit shots and they did. But, uh, I feel like I'm taking a little bit more positivity away from last night's win more than other Sixers fans. Where do you stand?
1: I think I'm in the middle, Sean, between you and the other Sixers fans that you're mentioning there. Obviously, look, they were dominating the game. They look great. Joel Embiid what had an MVP performance? Uh, you look up in the third quarter, and he's at 32 points, already has the double double, and was absolutely killing it. Uh, and he's trying, and he's putting his name back in that discussion. Not that he really ever left, but obviously he missed a lot of time. And right now, in the odds, you see Jokic has kind of taken himself in the lead there. He's at minus two twenty-five. Last I looked on DraftKings, but Embiid with performances like that, if he can keep that up, he's going to put some pressure on voters to get him back in there. Now, obviously, they were killing it for the first three quarters of the game. Looked great. That there was that twenty-one to two stretch that I saw by Brooklyn in the fourth that was obviously concerning. Like we ended up winning, we win by six. A win's a win. We beat the other uh, the other top contending team in the East. I, it's not our fault that they didn't have all their guys out there. A win's a win. I'm taking that, and I am liking that the Sixers in this state. I think they can get that one seed, which is obviously huge. So that way, in the second round, you let Brooklyn and Milwaukee beat up on each other, and then if you get either an Atlanta, Miami, or um, Charlotte or someone else down there, that's fine and that makes it an easier second round for us to get to the conference finals. I'm excited I am taking more good way than from last night, but obviously that 21-2 to run was a little ugly towards the end and we had to hold our breath a little bit down the stretch
0: Yeah, and it seems like we've seen that a few times this season with the Sixers uh, Doc really doesn't it, it didn't care too much it seemed like in that post game press conference i would imagine his tone inside the locker room might have been a little bit different uh but uh, you know for the people out there that want to follow up and say oh well if they have full strength kevin durant and and harden and everybody out there look what they're going to do i i disagree i i think it's just we don't know we don't know we haven't seen these teams compete this year at full strength I understand people want to say that the Brooklyn Nets look like a championship team, give them the ring, all of that. They are loaded as far as offense, but... The 76ers do play great defense, and um, I think they got a little edge, a little swagger right now, a little bravado. Nobody's really talking about them. I'm liking what I'm seeing, and I thought last night was a monster victory, no matter who suited up for the Brooklyn Nets. We're talking to Tim O'Keefe, TKO underscore picks. Uh, all right, Let's get on over to some plays for the NBA. Only four games tonight, Tim. Small card. You got three plays, but one of the things that you and I were discussing before your hit, you said, hey man, look, I was doing some digging, and when I Came up with some uh, numbers. There were some interesting trends that popped off the page at you with home dogs and road favorites. Care to explain?
1: Yeah, Sean. So we're getting to the point of the season. We have about a month left. Each team has somewhere between like 15 and 18 games. So most of like our overall trends for the season have already been decided. Right? There's not a lot of season left to make huge changes here. And we know that books are very good at what they do. Books are trying to make it so there's no easy opportunity trends out there when you go throughout the course of the season. So when I, when you look at just overall favorites versus dogs, home versus away, when you're looking against the spread, it is usually like, hey, if you got up to like 51% hit rate uh, on one side or another, just one and a half off the margin – that's a that's a big deal. Like that's that is a variation. So I I usually do this towards the end of each season. I did it this week, and I looked into it. And there was one stat there that jumped out. That hey, you know what? The books are a little bit off here, and they have, it's not as close to fifty fifty as all those other stats. And like you said, it's road favorites versus home dogs. I know home dogs like just. Betting, like, betting mantra when you're talking is like everyone loves the home dogs. And look, obviously, that's a, I'm talking across the board there. It's just one of the fun things that we all end up saying. Like, hey, it's not that take the home dog and let him bark. That has not been the case in the NBA this season. Home dogs are only hitting at 46.5%, which, look, it's not that far off from 50, but when you have a sample size of over like 350 games, um, where you had a home dog versus a road favorite. That's around where it's at, about 350. That becomes noticeable. Like it's almost, it's three and a half percent off of where you would think they would be. And that means that road favorites are hitting three and a half percent higher than you would think coming into the season expect everything to be close to 50-50. Now, obviously, we want to, I, we, we should dive into each matchup and not just blindly bet this. What I think this stack can help with is, hey, look, if you're talking with buddies or something and you're hanging out on, or you're going to be watching a game, then as you're watching a game, if you just want to have five, ten bucks on it, whatever you want, and you don't really have a good feel, this kind of high level stacking help you make a hey, a somewhat not just blind guess informed decision road favorites have been hitting more than home dogs and that's a stat that I kind of found looking as we get close to the end of the season
0: Excellent, TKO with Tim O'Keefe every Thursday putting us on the right side of things of course he puts out all his plays at com. was 100th pick over the weekend went 4-2 on Saturday calling the shot, I'm loving it Tim, so hopefully you can put us on the right side for this evening, once again four NBA games on tonight's card let's fire up that DraftKings Sportsbook app take a peek at some of these odds here first up let's head into uh Milwaukee and Atlanta Milwaukee played a little earlier yesterday versus the Minnesota timberwolves ATL loving what I'm seeing there but the Bucs, a four and a half point favorite on the road in Atlanta so from Minnesota to the ATL 230 and a half is your total year which way are we going Tim?
1: Sure Sean so when I looked at it I did kind of a I was doing that overall season dive uh, or like I said earlier this week. And one of the things that kind of jumped out at me and surprised me, the Hawks are one of the better teams this year in total against the spread. They are the eighth-best record against the spread, coming in at 30-24-1, so about 55.5% they've been hitting. I then did a little more deep dives into some of the things you just mentioned. One is a back-to-back for the Bucks. They are 3-5 against the spread in that situation this season. And now the real tell here is when I looked at the Bucks on the road. So the Bucks on the road this year, just overall, they're ten and seventeen against the spread. Uh, now, obviously, look, they're winning a lot of those games. The Bucks carry a lot of high tote, uh, high numbers. But 10-17 against the spread is not a pretty number. Atlanta on the other side, like I said, they've been a good team this year against the spread at home. Specifically, they are fourteen and ten. Atlanta is getting those points at home. I don't expect Giannis to play. I know he's been on like the injury report questioned each day, questionable each day. And it's something we're gonna monitor as we get closer to the game. I am probably, to be fair, going to wait till closer to game time to make this play. Cause just in case Giannis does show up, but I'm not expecting him to. I'm getting four and a half with the Hawks at home. They have sneakily the fourth best record in the Eastern Conference. Mm. I feel I feel comfortable taking the Hawks. Give me the four and a half.
0: Yeah, that is crazy. Thirty and twenty five. That's good for fourth in the east. That's definitely something that snuck up on me there. All right, I like where you're at on that one. Let's keep it moving. Next game up on the card this evening. Uh maybe not the best game, but uh, you know, bottom line is uh when you get to see Steph Curry out there and I what did he finish with forty plus last night? Dude's just on a on a yeah. tear. Uh they're obviously competing for a playoff spot, but the Warriors are heading out to Cleveland tonight. So this is interesting. Um the Warriors are seven and a half point favorites, now down to six and a half on DK Sportsbook. It did open up two twenty four is your total there. The question I have is what type of frame of mind will the Warriors be in after doing what they did just last night, then hopping on a flight and then heading to Cleveland. But as I said, they are playing for a playoff spot. Where are you at though, Tim?
1: Yeah, Sean, so this matchup to me like it used to be, hey, if this was three or four years ago, you see Warriors-Cavs. Everyone's stopping what they're doing, and we're going to watch this because it was the finals match every year. And if they met in the regular season, they were locked in. So the first stat I looked into, I was just honestly curious on the history between these teams. And I personally, I don't find this super meaningful, but I'm going to share it just so everyone has the information. Uh, in their last 16 meeting, the Warriors are 12-3-1 against the spread. So they have been taking care of business against the Cavs when they've met. Obviously, these rosters have changed a lot over the stretch of that time. So I don't want to say that that's. Like, super meaningful, and I'm not taking a ton of stock in it, but just giving, giving the information out there just in case it matters to anyone. So, like you just said, both teams played last night. Golden State demolishing Sacramento, 147-98, and Cleveland beating Charlotte, 103-90. So, two good wins by both of these teams. And that's where I want to dive into how they performed in back-to-backs this season. Cleveland is slightly above average, hitting a 58%. They're 7-5 in the second half of back-to-backs. And this is not where Golden State has shined this year. You mentioned they have to now hop on a plane, come over to Cleveland, and that's a, that's a not a short flight whatsoever. And they are already four and eight against the spread in the back to back to backs this season. That's only hitting at thirty three percent. That's a stat I'm more buying into than any sort of history stat. Again, I was just curious. I was thinking to myself, the back to back stats that, that was somewhat telling. Telling for me, Cleveland's also been good to the books. They've won four of their last five against the spread. I'm ready to back the Cavs taking those points at home.
0: That's something to be said right there. You know what? Enough of the whistle. Ring the bell, baby. Give me the bell. Let's go. Come on. Yeah! TKO with Tim O'Keefe every Thursday here at 4.30, laying the lumber down. All right. Third and final game on the NBA side of things here. Let's get on over to the, oh, this is a classic game. Love this matchup. Unfortunately, still dealing with some injuries for the Lakers. Uh, but they're six point dogs at home taking on the Boston Celtics. Man, who's your, without LeBron, Anthony Davis or Magic, give me your, give me two Lakers. Name me two all time great Lakers to Tim O'Keefe.
1: I mean, Shaq and Kobe. Ah. There's so many out there. So. Yeah. Uh, but, like, so there's others out there. Uh, like, I, I mean, Kareem to me, like, oh, again, yeah. I, was, I wasn't alive when he was playing, but seeing the, the skyhook highlight, yes. Kareem's always a great one. Um, and honestly, Kyle Gasol doesn't get enough. Yeah. Like, he, he was big on those teams. There's, a, there's so many great Lakers, but those are some of the names that come to my head.
0: All right. Top three Celtics go.
1: Oh, all right. Bird. Uh, he shouldn't be top three. I'm going quick, though. Paul Pierce. Yep. And I will go Bill Russell. That, that's quick, instant reaction.
0: Yeah, I don't think you can top those three as far as the Celtics are concerned. That's for sure. And even in the Lakers with their rich history, I don't, I don't think you top Shaq and Kobe and Kareem. I, I just no disrespect to LeBron, Magic, anybody, but those are the greats. Yeah. That's all there is to it. All right, enough of that though. Six points at home, the dogs here two twelve. Are they barking?
1: So I know we opened up with going over some stats where I said road favorites and the first two picks I give are home dogs. So that's, that's just perfectly lining up for me in, uh, this world. This one though, I am actually looking at the Celtics. So both teams have been hot at the books, uh, where the Celtics have won three straight against the spread. Lakers have won four of five against the spread. Uh, but I actually then looked back at these teams' recent histories where, and I know LeBron's out, but the Lakers have lost four straight against the spread when LeBron was there to Boston. So these teams, they don't necessarily match up that the Lakers don't match up that well against the Celtics in recent history. And now all of a sudden they're just losing LeBron and AD. I don't think that's going to help them here. Boston has covered five straight games on the road as well, like they are tonight. Lakers have lost four of five against the spread at home. I'm buying into the Celtics here. I I know there's a lot of love for like a Miami to be that scary team that's a four seed in the East. For my money, I, I the Celtics there. I think they can actually get that four spot and they they. It's a little scary to me, but we get that second-round matchup with Boston. I know we've, we've swept the series this year as, a six, as a, for the Sixers. I'm going to be a little nervous that matchup, so I hope that doesn't happen. But I see Boston as the fourth team in the East when it's all said and done. Mm,
0: all right. Well, we'll definitely keep our eyes on that one. little ways to go here. A lot of good games coming out of the stretch for the Sixers, but we're playing all the way up into the middle of May to figure out some playoff seeding. So a lot that will happen over these next couple of weeks. Tim O'Keefe, TKO with Tim O'Keefe every Thursday here at 430. Alright, let's switch gears and get on over to Major League Baseball. And this is really cool because you're going to go into some props uh, that have been brought to your attention and it has to do with the long ball. Everybody loves to bet the props, the main props when it comes to baseball. Whether it's strikeouts for pitchers or home runs props because, guess what, there's a lot of bang for your buck if you're able to get that right. Uh, of course, it's tough, easier said and done, but I like where your mind is at. You've actually been doing some research and now you're coming up with some home run hitters that are due, so we need to take advantage of that. Is that correct?
1: Yes, sir. So I'm looking into it and like you said, no, it's still early in the year. It's not like anyone's considered a huge home run drought yet, but there's some noticeable big names out there that have not gone yard And their career stats say they are absolutely due, like you just said. The first guy I'm looking at is Trevor Story. He's out there in Colorado. His career average per 162 games is to have a 35-home run season. And the last three seasons, he's finished top 12 in MVP voting in the the last three seasons. So that's very solid numbers. Uh, His career average is about one home run for every 17 plate appearances. He's already well over that, I think, coming up on tripling it, or in between two and three times it. And I, I expect him to be hitting one sooner sooner versus later. He's a plus 470 to hit a home run tonight, so there's good value. And I think I'm just going to be playing story over the next couple of days until he hits it, because that guy is a hitter. He's due to hit it. He, he's going to bounce out of that.
0: Yeah, and, you know, like you said, it's early in the season, but you know, some of these numbers are just going to get lit up. But here's a question for you I was seeing that, like, look, we just had another no hitter last night. Um, and I saw yesterday that I believe like we're looking at the worst batting average in the history of major league baseball through this many games, 10 or 11 games. It was put out on WGN uh, on a Cubs broadcast yesterday, I believe. And I saw it on my timeline, but um, do you think that ball has anything to do with it? Remember they were making some adjustments to the ball. Is there anything there in your mind?
1: So, so I think it's, when baseball makes these little adjustments and they say it's not going to be a big deal, it, it opens up Pandora's box because it's tough. Do I think it could? Absolutely, it could. Because we know a few years back when they made those slight, slight updates, all of a sudden every pitcher was saying the ball is just shooting out of the yard and they weren't able to grab the seams as well. Now baseball somewhat seemed to have reversed that. I, it could it be the ball? Absolutely, it could. We've, we just know also over the past couple of years there's been a trend where guys are just swinging for the fences instead of going for the singles. So that's going to be a cause in batting, drop in batting average as well. It, it's a blend. I think it's going to have to tell out over this. Oh, we need a little more time. The ball absolutely could be under a lot of scrutiny if this is the same way come we get to mid-May and we've had a good, bigger sample of the season.
0: Alright, uh, now let's get over to one play on the diamond that you want to discuss. Let's take a look at this DraftKings Sportsbook gap and uh, fire up the MLB side of things. A lot of live action we've been updating all day today, and of course... Uh we got some games that are just went off. At 305, we had the Mariners and Orioles. Only four games basically tonight. Seven o'clock, we had the Diamondbacks and Nats, Rangers and Rays, Tigers and A's at 940. Then at 1010, Rockies and the Dodgers. And that's where Tim O'Keefe wants to go here. Uh Dodgers and Rockies at LA. Right now we're looking at the Dodgers at minus two fifty on DK Sportsbook. Plus two fifteen on the flip side with the Rockies. Which way are you going here?
1: Yeah, Sean. So when you look at the overall course of the baseball this year, there's been a lot of value with underdogs. Right now, they're at 500 over the course of the season. We were talking beforehand, there's even more value over the last couple days where dogs have just been barking and they are just dominating. When I look at this matchup specifically, the Rockies have been, they've been getting beat up by the Dodgers. It's going to be their seventh matchup of the season already, and they've lost the last five. They did win on opening day, so they have lost five of six to these Dodgers. The total for this game is set at 7.5, so it's expected to be a low-scoring game between pitchers Austin Gomber on the Rockies and Julio Urias on the Dodgers. And both of them have had good success early keeping an ERA under three through their first two starts. I am now looking at them like there's a lot of value here with the Rockies because, like you said, big plus numbers on the money line of plus 225. The run line's at plus 100, so you'd get a run and a half. I was honestly torn. Like I, I think there's good value on both of those to the Rockies. They're not just going to lose indefinitely to the Dodgers. I think it could be as far where they bounce out of it. I was torn between what's going to be my official pick here, the run line or the money line. And, you know, the value on the money line was speaking so much to me, and I ended up, I got torn. So my official pick, I'm going to say, is I looked at the alternate run line and met right in the middle. If you take one run with the Rockies, so plus one, they end up at a plus 175. That gets you almost at 2-1, to one. and if they just lose by one, you're getting your money back and you get that push. Again, I think the Rockies are going to surprise the Dodgers tonight. They're not just going to keep losing. Gombers had some good starts early on, not as deep in the games as you would like them to see, but that ERA is low. I think the Rockies, the Rockies can win this one. Give me them at plus one just so I have that little buffer zone, but I'm getting nearly 2-1 to one when we look at that.
0: I love it. Love the sound of that. All right. So, uh, well, we got all your plays on both sides here. MLB, NBA, even a futures. And of course, you brought it up and I'm going to go ahead and come over the top on that. That's right. Underdogs went 11 and three after going 10 and six last on Tuesday. 11 and three last night, 10 and six on Tuesday, 21 and nine. That's good for 70% in the last two days. So hopefully some people have been taking advantage and betting them dogs because they continue to bark in a big, big way. Uh, Tim O'Keefe, nobody better, my friend. Kicking butt and taking names one more time. Surprise, surprise. TKO. No, the, the king is back. He is back. Ring the bell. Yeah. TKO at the great Tim O'Keefe. Tim, awesome stuff. Uh, we'll continue to read you at phillyofferture.com. Continue to follow you at TKO underscore picks and uh, continue to hear you every Thursday on the Daily Ticket with the best insight and information around uh, every Thursday at 4.30. You the man. I'll catch up with you, Tim.
1: Sean, the one thing I'll say is it's kind of impossible because you're the man. So we can't both be the man. But thank you, sir. Uh, looking forward to having it next week. And sorry for that last corny, corny joke there at the end. And I'll talk to you next Thursday. Next
0: hey, I got one more for you. Ready?
1: Who the sure. f- is that guy? <laughs> there we go.
0: Nice. Tim, you're the man. Good luck on your plays, brother.